thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you today. Glory be to the name of the Lord in the highest. Glory to our God in the highest. Blessed be the name of the Lord in the highest. For the Lord is good and his mercy is endured forever. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Amika. Thank you, our God, for today. You are awesome and glorious. We bless you. We give you glory for your awesomeness. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We appreciate you, Lord God Almighty. Father, we worship you. We bless your name. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your majestic glory. And thank you for your majestic power. Lord, we worship in the name of Jesus. We adore you, our God and Amica. Thank you, Holy One of Israel. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, Lord. We are so glad that we are here again. Thank you, Father, at the name of Jesus. Is written every day must bow. Thank you, Father, that your foes are submitting unto you at this moment and every moment and every day. Lord, thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We declare this atmosphere clear by the blood of the Lamb, spiritually, in every way, in the name of Jesus. That the atmosphere today shall be conducive enough for our blessings, and for our visitation in the name of Jesus. That today, in the name of Jesus Christ, the glory of the presence of our God will cover us, the speaker and the listener, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen in Jesus' name. Well, to God be the glory today, you are welcome to this fellowship this month, this afternoon or this evening, this is the Fruitful Family Foundation with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. We thank God for the faithfulness of our God so far. And we bless his name for making us to see another Monday and to be in the presence of the Lord for this Bible study. We bless the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. As we go into the presence of the Lord, I want us to just have a word of prayer. And as we pray to begin, I want us to say amen everywhere we are. To the prayer, we bless the Lord. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Lord, we adore you and we bless your name for your goodness over our lives and for bringing us together again this evening. Father, we have been enjoying your graces and your faithfulness. And so we acknowledge all the enjoyments of you and everything that you have made available to us, O oh God, according to your mercy. All the graces, all the blessings, all the victories, all the power, the anointing, the visitations that you have made available to us. Oh Lord, we thank you, Father, because we are having you all days and always. We are, we are, we are being touched by you, and you are touching us as, uh, in your word. And we bless you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that once again this moment, you will do the same, even and more. You will visit us, you bless us, in the name of Jesus, you anoint us, in the name of Jesus, the glory of your presence will touch us, your power and your glory will come down today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we pray that Lord you will take control and you take charge in Jesus' name, Lord take control, Lord take control. Lord, take charge in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We commit our teacher unto your hand that as she teaches us today, Lord, you will cause her mouth to be, you cause her to be filled, O oh God. So as she open her mouth today, we pray that in the name of Jesus, we feel, O oh God, with divine utterance. The Lord, you give her the utterance that she will speak as your oracle in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that the anointing Amen. will come down upon all of us, the hearer and the speakers, and the, the hearers and the speaker, in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we pray Amen. that Lord, you will touch our lives, you touch our spirit, you touch our souls, Amen. you touch our body, in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. You will captivate Amen. us in your presence, and by your power in yeah. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Amen. In Jesus Christ's mighty Spirit. name we pray. Amen. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Let's sing just one Amen. or two songs of praise as we, as we enter into the presence of the Lord. We want to acknowledge the, the Holy Spirit's presence among us as we sing Lord, this song. thank you. Holy Spirit. Move me now and make my life whole again. Spirit brood over me. Spirit brood over me. Holy Spirit. Move me now and make my life whole again. Spirit move 
over me. Spirit brood over us. Holy Spirit, move us now. And make our lives all again. Spirit, move over us. Spirit, brood over us. Holy Spirit, move us now and make our life all again. Spirit, move over us. Spirit, brood over us. Holy Spirit, we depend on you. Move us now and make our lives whole again. Spirit, move over us. Spirit, brood over us. Glory be to your name, O God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We have Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord God omnipotent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the Lord God. Omnipotent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the Lord God. Omnipotent oh, reigned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the Lord God. Omnipotent oh, reigned. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glorious God. Unbeautiful King, marvelous God, thou before your throne, glorious, glorious God, unbeautiful King, 
Marvelous God, we bow before your throne. Your name is Alpha and Omega. Ageless, changeless, almighty Jehovah, glorious God, we bow before your throne, glorious God, and beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne, Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God, we bow before your throne. Your name is Alpha and Omega, ageless and changeless. Almighty Jehovah, glorious God, we bow before your throne. Glorious God, beautiful King, excellent God. We bow before your throne, your name is Alpha and Omega, ageless and changeless, almighty Jehovah. Glorious God, we bow before your throne. Yes, people Amen. of God. Amen. Amen. Yes, people of God, you are welcome to this Bible study this morning. I mean, this story this evening. God bless you. Uh, we thank you for taking time to listen and download this message. We bless you. We bless the name of the Lord for your life. We thank God. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will continue to make us, uh, uh, to meet us and to encounter us, to be a blessing continually to the body of Christ, especially to you in the name of Jesus Christ. So that's how we are taking this time to appreciate all those of all, those are brethren and all the saints that downloads our message, that listen to us often. We thank, we thank the Lord. We have now... Uh, 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 we've reached uh, about I mean, more than 700 listeners right now. We bless the Lord. Amen. And then, thank God we have uh, we have exceeded 1,000 downloads. We bless the Lord. We yes. give glory to the Lord. And we thank God for Amen. those of you that, know, that always enter the studio with us also. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. And God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Encouraging us seriously. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Uh, by the grace of the Lord, last week we want to enter into us uh, to the message right now. But we want to do a kind of a, 
revision of what we did last week. Of course, even if the Lord repeat what we taught last week, is still okay. But uh, we believe that uh, the, the word of the Lord is always new. Uh, as the woman, uh, as the servant of the Lord, the woman of God is being prepared by the Lord to teach us and to take us through the Bible study today. We just want to do a kind of uh, revision of what we learned last week. Thank God we studied the book of Romans chapter 8. Uh, uh, verse, uh, from, we started from, we pick it from verse 4. Hallelujah. We pick it from verse 4, I think Hallelujah. so. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was from verse 4 that we pick. Uh, Said that the, the righteousness of the law are fulfilling us through the Spirit of God at acceptance, uh, at accepting Christ as a as, as Savior and Lord after we had encountered Him in His Word. Last week, we really spoke to us that we are born by the Word of the Lord through the Spirit of God. Because the word of God that is spoken to us, that changed that changed us, it's a word of life that reached us, and it is and the Holy Spirit is He who give the the word the the the, the, the meaning uh, the, the, uh, and, uh, and produce the reason in us to 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 uh, adhere, to adhere to the word and to obey the word and then to our salvation. So and we said that if you are born by the word of God, then we can only be sustained also by the word of the Lord. So we said last week that we, when we encounter Christ, we encounter the person of Jesus Christ in his word because he is the word of God personified. And with his word, he created the whole world and including you, you and me and all of us here. And if the world, the world is the world, and everything therein is, is is created by the word of the Lord, then it means that all of us also, uh, according to how the world is created and made, we can never, we can't live except by the word. It is the word of the Lord that uh, that's what Christ said that. Uh, uh, the word that I speak unto you, their spirit and their life. So we said last week that when the word of God touches our souls and spirit, uh, that is what produces repentance. And we said that until we had that kind of uh, beginning, until we had that kind of beginning, the Lord, the Lord encountering us by his word and the spirit of the Lord breathed upon us. And then the word of God touch, touches our hearts then we have no foundation as a Christian. So the foundation of every Christian is salvation. And salvation through genuine repentance by the word of the Lord that is so received and that encountered us, that the Holy Spirit encountered us with. So we said that the foundation of every Christian is the word of the Lord. And that is how we must continue to live. And we also emphasize that the only way we live according to that word of God and according to obeying the word of the Lord and obeying the Holy Spirit that we live and maintain our victorious life as Christian. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. And uh, we also added also that uh, uh, 
uh, we differentiated between the, 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 the walking in the spirit and walking in the flesh. So, uh, and we said that the battleground for these rifts or these conflicts between the flesh and the spirit or between the spirit and the flesh is our soul. And that our soul is our personality, our own being that either says yes or no, where we have the seat of will, where we take decision. And then we say that until our will is being yielded to the Holy Ghost, through the word of God that we are hearing, then our victory will not be established. So the victory of all of us as believers, as said, as spoken, is to obey the word of the Lord, to hear and obey and do the word. And that, that it is when we do all that, that we are yielding, and I mean, yielding to the Holy Spirit control, and then we are working spiritually, not carnally. Uh, so, and also we, uh, we told us last week that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, when he came into us as believer, he came to have uh, total rule and control over us as we've been ruled over by the devil before and by sin before. But now when the Holy Spirit comes in at, at, at salvation, the Holy Spirit came to do what? To take absolute control. And there's a beautiful control, glorious control, control that can earn us victories and victories and permanent victories throughout our lives. And we said that it's only, we said last week that it's only, we're only doing a kind of uh, revision. So, and we said that it's only by yielding every day to the Holy Spirit uh, that we become giant and spiritually strong. Because the more yieldedness to the Holy Spirit, the more strength we acquire by Him. The more grace, the more anointing, the more presence of the, of the Lord covers us. And when the presence of the Lord covers us and surrounds us, because of our yieldedness, we become permanent victors. And, we, and our victory in the Holy Ghost continues. Uh, so now by the grace of the Lord, uh, today we want to continue. So uh, now at, you know, on the Bible study in the book of Romans chapter 8, and we pray that the Holy Spirit will grant us the grace and the power to always yield unto him. Because the more we yield, the more victorious we come. And then we, only, we also said, before I forget this, that this scripture, this word of God is written, I mean, the Romans, or even not the book of Romans, is written for saints, is written for believers. Yes, it's written as mirror to our lives. Because more so, the rapture can take place at any time, according to our teacher we teach you today, teach us today. And if the rapture will take place any time from now, <clears throat> carnality, we prevent us from meeting Christ. And any, any iota of carnality will be a kind of, uh, a kind of uh, a, 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 a blockage and barrier to us. Because what the law we judge in heaven, when we arrive there, is what we do in the flesh. Hmm? Are you sick? Bible said it. He said that all of us must, add, we, we need to appear, we must appear before our God, before, before, the throne, before the throne of Christ, that all of us might be judged 
in whatever, on whatever, whatsoever we do, or we, we, uh, we do in the flesh. Meaning that what the law will judge uh, is the flesh. It's whatever, that, whatever is done in the flesh. He will not judge that thing that is done in the spirit. Because the Bible said they that are spiritual, have, uh, they that are born of God, have passed from judgment unto life. Yes, from judgment unto life. So which means that we will not be judged because each any one of us that walk in the spirit, we have passed judgment. According to what the Bible said that uh, if we walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, and we and we and we produce the fruit of the spirits, which is peace, joy, love, uh, joy, peace, long suffering, uh, gentleness, goodness, faith, uh, and so on and so forth. And he said, when he heard it, when he heard that scripture, he said, against such there is no law, meaning that if we are walking in the spirit, we have passed above law. So to live in the flesh is to live under the law. And the law of this of this world and the law of Satan is the law of this world will suppress and will oppress us. So it is very beautiful and glorious to walk in the spirit. As our teacher will teach you to be further. The Lord bless you as you listen to my dear who is who has been prepared by the Lord to teach us today and to progress from where we stopped last week. By the grace of the Lord, the Lord will bless us. We are going systematically. Uh, we may be slow, but we are following the Holy Ghost. Uh, and we know that the Holy Spirit has prepared our servants. I mean, his servants again today to teach us. Hallelujah. Yes, my dear, are you there? You're welcome. Unmute yourself and let us listen to you. As we bring the word of the Lord to us. God bless you, Brother Paul. Yes, my dear. You're God welcome. bless the audience, those that are that will enter, those that have entered, and Our those course, that will download. Enter the studio, and as many you. as uh, as many as are breathing in the earth, the Lord bless us all. Amen. You have gathered unto the Lord, the owner of the world, to bless you because yeah. He's interested in you. Yeah. If He cares for the sparrows and the ants, how much more you, human being? Mm-hmm. That is created in his likeness. He has sent this word to you so that you'll be an overcomer and be dominion over sin, such that the privileges we'll discuss, late, discuss later on, including that of rapture, will be your portion. Blessed be the name of the Lord. A lot have been said since I, will, I want to believe this is part four of Romans 8 that we have been studying. A lot have been said about. Uh, the, the, the conflict between the spirit and the flesh that is housing our soul and our spirit. And many in Christianity today, many that are confessing Christ, are still falling and rising, believing it's not, it's not possible to live above sin. It's not possible to live a sanctified life. It's not possible to be righteous in this present world. But if God can do it in me, in Brapol, in any other one, you have no excuse. How do you come over sin? How do you live in dominion over sin? Is the major things we have been discussing. So that you have the privilege of, of, of that will soon come. Those that you ought to be enjoying now, we'll discuss them. 
And a lot have been said already how you can overcome sin. The devil is the father of sin. He is the one that suggests this to you because he has been judged. And because of pride, which is sin, he has been judged. So he's, 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 he's looking for those to, to live in hell with him. But hell is not created for you. It is created for the judge, which is the devil. And that is why the message coming to you, because the Lord loves you. He wants you to receive the grace that we and others receive to live above sin. So that you can enjoy the privileges of rapture, the privileges of adoption of sons, the privileges of the Holy Spirit leading you, and all other privileges as contained in this chapter as we move on. And we have said a lot, and Paul has revived. Life in the Spirit is the answer. Yes. You, you have a part to play. And what is that part? That you don't yield yourself when there is suggestion to sin. We call it temptation. You don't yield yourself. What will give you the strength? It is the Spirit in you. You know, when you invited Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He came in form of the Spirit. The Spirit is Jesus because He said it in John, but Paul had quoted it, that He will come in form of the Spirit to help you as a father. He will not leave you comforted. He will come as the Spirit of truth. And when you accept Him as your Lord and Savior and invite Him into your heart, sincerely, after acknowledging your sin, confessing your sin, washing the blood, Jesus come in as the seed of God in the form of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that Holy Spirit yeah. in you is your grace and power to overcome. But he said, you know, he was saying a lot of things last week. Uh, but towards the end, because I've noted it that I will say it this week. But towards the end, he was able to say that you have to be filled with the word of God. You have to let the word of God dwell richly in you. Because whenever the devil suggests sin... It is the word of God in you that will fuel the Holy Spirit to have the dynamism mm. to give you power to conquer. Like and that. not to say no where you are supposed to say yes. Wonderful. And uh, 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 the word will fuel the spirit. And that is why it is written in Isaiah 59, 19, that whenever the devil come like a flood in times of do this, do that, do that, do that, do suggesting unto you sin. And the, the soul area become the battleground for flesh. A mind to obey, and the spirit saying no for you to conquer. The spirit is there. The word that you store, as he has said, we energize the spirit to conquer for you. But um, there's something I want to add. Please forgive me. Which brave Paul did not remember to mention. Thank God for the word of God that will dwell richly in you to fuel the spirit to have power to conquer on your behalf. But there's something Jesus said which you ought to add. Let's quickly, before I go on from verse 10 today or from verse 11, let's quickly consider a, a gospel according to St. Luke, the, uh, chapter 21, verse, uh, verse 36. It's where, where we are going. But let me, let me read from Luke, verse 34. L uh, Luke 21, yep. uh, 34 there. I want to dwell in 36. There's another thing, aside the word dwelling written in you, to swell the Holy Spirit in you, to make you a conqueror over sin permanently, and therefore put the devil at bay forever, living in righteousness and holiness, and enjoying the privileges of God. There's something we ought to have here, 
from verse 34. And take heed to yourselves. That is watching and praying. And take heed. That is watch, watch, watch. Take heed to yourself. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with severity and drunkenness, not only of alcohol, anything in the world that you love so much to be drunken of is drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that they come upon you so that that day, the day of rapture, the day the trumpet will sound and gather the saints to the marriage supper of the Lamb where Jesus has prepared in the air, so that the day will not catch you unawares. Mm. Be watchful. You need to add that. Aside, uh, uh, aside reading, meditating, loading yourself with the word, that the word dwells so richly in you, that the Holy, Holy Spirit always has the fuel to, 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 to uh, the power and the force in the world to fight and conquer temptation for you so that your flesh will not cause you to go to hell with the devil. And will not cause you to miss the rapture. Uh, you need to have watching and pray. Jesus repeated this several times when he was here. And we are adding it to what Brother Paul has said. Watch and pray. In, in, in another, in this version, he said, take it. Take it to yourself. Lest at any time your heart be overcharged with sovereignty. That is the reason why you have to die daily. Consecrate daily. Pray without season. First Thessalonians 5.18 Pray without season. Jesus said, watch, watch, watch so that you are not overcharged with anything in the world, with the desire and everything they throw unto you. And, uh, and so that the day of rapture, the day the trumpet will sound to catch you up to enjoy with Christ in the atmosphere and to come back, to come back and reign with him will not catch you unaware. So that you don't miss the rapture. And some of the privileges you ought to be Enjoying here as an overcomer and uh, somebody in dominion over sin. 35. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the earth. That is, the day will not be announced. So that is why you have to watch and pray. Then 36. He said categorically, verse 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Add prayer. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the fuel of the world to energize the Holy Spirit. But your prayer is reminding God that you are depending on him. Your prayer is reminding God, I cannot do it alone and depend on you. And those ones that are cheap indeed, totally depending, not having on, believing they cannot do it alone, and always pray for help, always pray for assistance, so that those people will be raised up using the fuel of the world. They are the ones that will sell through. So watching and praying is part of it to conquer sin in life. It is good to read the word in abundance and have it uh, uh, much in your life to fuel the spirit that will help you. But you need to pray always and be watchful that you may be accounted worthy to, to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. When the trumpet sound, it is these things that will help you conquer sin and you'll be able to be rapturable. And because of the righteousness of Christ in you and because of the washing of the blood, you'll be able to stand before the, the, the Son of Man, not to be judged, but to be rewarded. God bless you. That's just an addition 
to all those things you need to do to live in the spirit. You have to read the Bible, meditate on it, watch and pray to, to fuel the Holy Spirit that is able, that will never let you down to conquer sin. God bless you. Your part to play, you must play. Receive grace to do your own part. The Holy Spirit will never fail you. Thank God for all that Paul has said. Now we want to move forward. So he has said a lot in Romans 8, 1 to, I mean, from that verse 4 to verse 10. He has said almost everything. Let the Holy Spirit add the order because he's the perfect teacher. But we want to continue in the Holy Ghost again from, let me repeat that uh, uh, that verse 9. I'm not saying much, but I'm dwelling on verse 11. He has said almost, the, uh, there's no need for repetition. The Holy Spirit will complete his work. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his because he cannot overcome sin. Without the Holy Spirit in you, you cannot overcome sin. And it can only come into you as the seed, the Christ the seed, when you acknowledge your sin and invite Jesus, accept him as Lord and Savior and confess him. Give your heart and life to him. It is then the Holy Spirit will help you to overcome sin. He will continually lead you and teach you and lead you into all truth. It is then you can be the Lord's. Without the genuine repentance said the first day, you cannot be of his. Except Jesus be in the heart, in the form of the Holy Spirit, you cannot overcome sin. And there's no sinning Christian, there's no Christian sinner. You are either his or the devil's. Hmm. The devil is the father of all sinners. So it is a, a, a necessity. In fact, it is a, of paramount importance that you overcome that sin, that you don't fall and rise again. It is then you are counted among his own. So, and the spirit in you will make you his own. Then, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Because of all, all we have said, the Holy Spirit is in you. You allow the Holy Spirit to rule your life, control your life. And you fuel your, you fill yourself with the word of God, and the word of God is dwelling richly in you. You always have fuel to help you out when temptation comes to overcome sin. You will not fall into sin again. Then you are dead to sin. Then the spirit in you will be alive, or because of righteousness, that spirit will be alive to your soul. The body, this body of clay, is just housing the spirit. of God and it's alive again and it's, it's, it's alive and uh, receiving from the spirit of God on the inside in the Holy of Holies you are connected the soul is that is real you that is hello uh, you are muted. You are hitting right. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You are hitting the Holy Spirit. You are alive already. That's how to be alive. And when you are alive, 
you are the righteousness of God of Jesus imputed into you for that life in your soul area. Because the moment you accepted the work of the cross, that Jesus, according to 1 Corinthians 5.21, that you accepted indeed wholeheartedly, that you carried all your sins, your grief, your infirmity, your condemnation, everything has suffered for them. The, the righteousness in Christ of God will automatically be in, will transferred unto you and inputted. And that is the righteousness that is in the spirit that is life. So, but the spirit that you now have as the seed of God in Christ Jesus, when you accepted Jesus, is now live because of the righteousness inputted into you when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So whosoever does not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior cannot be one of his because he will not have the spirit and he has no life and the righteousness is not there because this righteousness we're not talking about moral uprightness. It's not about what you are doing in religion. It is the one inputted into you when you believe that Jesus carried your sin and suffered it. That is your substitute and your propitiation in the appropriation for your sin. So that righteousness, but the spirit is alive because of that righteousness. Your spirit and your soul are now alive because you accepted Jesus. Now let's quickly go to verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you from the dead, shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You see, this is very interesting. Uh, this verse 11. You know, when you accepted Jesus, as when you, when you acknowledge yourself a sinner because of the, the inherited nature of sin you, uh, inherited from Adam and the sins and the transgressions you committed. When you confess and acknowledge that you're a sinner because of that inherited nature, the blood of Jesus will settle the sins you committed and the inherited nature through salvation and sanctification. And when that is done, it is your spirit person, that is your soul, the soul in you, the real you that will come out of the body when you die, that was quickened and become alive that was lightened up and connected to the Spirit of God on the inside, now sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But now, this verse 11, by now, when you are, when you are hitting these admonitions, we have given unto you prayerfully, with all watchfulness, yielding to the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to control you, dying daily, consecrating daily, praying always, and all that. That is your part to play. When you do that, the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. It is this spirit that makes your soul alive that will now quicken this body even when you die and decay in the soil. Mm. What a privilege. Delirious. What a privilege. And that is what is said. If you look at um, if you look at uh, Second Corinthians, I mean sorry, First Thessalonians 4 13. He's saying when that, you know, you know, we have two, two, two phases of rapture. One, Jesus will appear in the sky. Everyone having his spirit, that is those that have accepted him. They are living over sin by the grace of God. And everything we have been explaining and passing across to you, they have been doing it. There is, the spirit of God is the seal in them that will magnetize them to Jesus in the sky. 
though eyes of men will not see him then. The spirit is the seal that will magnetize you to Jesus and you will leave this body. But in 1 Corinthians 4:13 down to 18, those that are dead, that are buried in the soil, are the ones that their body will be first of all quickened by the spirit in them. Are you with me? You see, this spirit that we have in our soul now, that are made our soul alive, and we are sensitive to things of the spirit, we are interested in things of the spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit, we hear his gentle voice leading us as a shepherd, as, a, as Christ in us, the shepherd. This spirit that is alive now, we still be connected to those that are buried in the soil. And by the time Jesus blows his trumpet, the, the archangel blows the trumpet in the air after he might have prepared a place for us to entertain us at the marriage supper of the land in the air somewhere. As he has said in John 14, that I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you will be. When the trumpet sound, those that are dead, that the body are decayed, their spirit, wherever it is resting at the bosom of Abraham, will be connected to their body. The spirit, that spirit will quicken, will quicken their mortal body mm. and turn it glorious. Hallelujah. We turn it glorious. That is what verse 11. That is, aside this world, you have some privileges to enjoy when you, you, you live above sin. When you hear this admonition that the Holy Spirit is speaking through the word to you through Brapol and grace, you have this privilege of being quickened even, even when your this body is dead and decayed. Eh? The spirit, the spirit that have been alive, resting at the bosom of Abraham, will be connected to the decayed body, ruined body. And that body, by that spirit that quickened your soul, that make you alive now, will be connected to that body and quicken it and turn it glorious. Let's quickly look at, um, uh, I think that is um, Philippians 3... I want to believe that is Philippians 3, forgive me, uh, Philippians 3, 6 or so. Please forgive me. Philippians yeah. 3. Philippians, if you're faster than me, read so that I don't waste people's time. So. Philippians 3, 6. I want to believe it is Caesar. Okay. Philippians, Philippians 3. Are you there? Yes, concerning zeal. No, persecuting. No, no, that's oh. not. Mm -hmm. What what is what what is the code, sir? That place that place is saying that the mortal body will be uh, that, that the, the 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 spirit of God will, will cause the body eh, to be yeah. transformed to a glorious body, something like that. That is where that place. That's what I know. It's Philippians three, but All the right. verse. God have mercy. Okay, <laughs> okay. three twenty one, sir. Three twenty one. All right. Philippians 3.21. Yeah, I read. Said, and we shall change our vile body that it might be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the exactly. working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. Yes. So what that place is saying is that the, the spirit in us now that make our soul alive to God, interested in spiritual things, want to read the Bible, want to allow the Holy Spirit to take over and lead us. When we are dead and this body is decayed, that spirit that has been resting in the bosom of Abraham will be connected to that decayed body and quickening, and it will be transformed. And it will, it will be 
it will be fashioned like Jesus' glorious body. Amen. You know when Jesus died? When Jesus died, he resurrected with a glorious body. Yeah. The same body, that, that decayed body now will be fashioned. The spirit will quicken it. And it will be fashioned onto the, like the glorious body of Jesus according to the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So that is a privilege we must not miss. Yeah. Because when you have the glorious body, you are, most, you are one of the most blessed. Yeah. People are looking for aeroplanes these days. They are looking for the most expensive and glorious cars. But when you have the glorious body, you have the kind of body Jesus had when he resurrected that can disappear and appear anywhere, anytime. Mm. That cannot be limited by doors mm. or walls. Mm. That can walk on the water. The body that can say, I want to be in America and be there. I want to be in London and be there. That is better than aeroplane because in a, in a tickle of an eye, it happens. So what I'm saying is that these are the privileges you enjoy by the time you live above sin and you don't walk after the dictates of the, of the flesh. You don't yield to the desired, the passions of the flesh by heeding this admonition. Go and download the messages of the book of Romans chapter 8 and listen and pray them into your life. Receive the grace to do what you alone can do. If others are doing it, you have no excuse. So this is a, this is a privilege you, you must not miss. That spirit, that is what Romans 8, 11 is saying. And Jesus said, I mean, Brother Paul said a lot of it in 1 Corinthians 15 about the body that will be given unto us when we are dead. It is the spirit in us now that quicken us to be alive to things of the spiritual things that will do the same work. So quicken this our mortal body that is decaying in the soil or alive. In case you're not dead before the trumpet sound, it is this spirit in us now that we kick in this body and turn it glorious like that of Jesus. Then after the dead in the soil and add the, uh, the trumpet, according to 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, they are the first to hear the trumpet. The, the spirit in them that was resting with Abraham connected with the decayed body and quicken it. Then they are raptured and go to the marriage supper of the Lord, waiting for us that are alive. Then the spirit now will quicken us, that is in us now. We quicken this mortal body, change it to glorious body, and we'll be able to move against gravity. Nothing will pull us down. Mm. And we'll connect to Jesus in the air to enjoy the marriage supper of the Lamb. Please, that will happen anytime. Because if you, if you study St. Matthew 24, from verse 1 to the end, the only thing, Jesus said, these are the signs of the end time when he's about to come. Everything there is happening had been happening. Mm. The only thing that had not happened is that verse 40. When your body, either you're dead or alive, will be quickened and magnetized by the Holy Spirit in you, in the dead, in you, alive, to Jesus where he had prepared for us. You will not miss it. Amen. And that will happen anytime. That is why you cannot afford to be falling and rising again. Mm. That is why you cannot afford to be condemned by sin again in your heart. That is why you cannot afford not to live above sin now. Please, let this message of Romans 8, that will be, this is part 4. Go and download it. Uh, be fruitful, family.paulbean.com. 
go and download and listen. How do I live above sin, conquer sin, live in domino over sin, live in righteous in this present world so that I don't miss this privilege of rapture that can happen anytime, anytime, any, anytime now. Mm. Because we are expecting the coming of the Lord seriously. Yes. The second, that is the first coming of Jesus to catch up the sin. You will be one of them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because this message by the Holy Spirit will be back up so much to help you live above sin from now, such that anytime the trumpet sound, you will partake of the rapture in Jesus' name. Amen. The second coming will be after we might have been entertained. I don't want to go much into that. After we might have been entertained at the, at the marriage supper of the Lord and receive our reward, then we we'll come with him in the sky and we, we come to Jerusalem, the Jerusalem now. And many things will happen be between then because while we are enjoying the marriage supper of the Lord, people will be facing the Antichrist, torturing their life. Mm. Those that did not make use of this of these admonitions to live above sin. It may be the, that time when you fall into sin that the rapture takes place. You're yes, going nowhere. So. According to Ezekiel 33, Ezekiel said, All your righteousness, be it you have been in Christ for 40 years, 50 years, you're a minister, you're a pastor, you're a reverend, whatever you are. That at the, the, the sounding of the trumpet, that sin in your life that you have not confessed will be a weight to hold you down and you'll not be able to fly. You will not be captured. The Holy Spirit will not lift you mm. because you have not for, for, for confessed and forsaken it. That is why you cannot, you cannot endeavor to be careless again. Anything can happen anytime. And when you the weight, the weight of that sin that you have not for confessed and received forgiveness of pull you down, you will meet the, the, the antichrist way to faith to torture your life to, to be such that you may not God be able to understand it. And God forbid in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm saying it is dangerous to fall and rise. It is dangerous because your righteousness for years in Christ will be forgotten according to Ezekiel 33, not to be remembered. That is why it is dangerous. You will hear this admonition to live above sin, to live in dominion over sin, live in the spirit, be filled with the word, to mm. fuel the spirit, to help you all the time. The temptation to sin comes mm. and you'll be watchful and prayerful all the time. And the Lord God Almighty will uphold you with the right hand of righteousness. Amen. You will not miss the rapture Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus will not be wasted on you. The, 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 the torture of Christ will not be in faith. No, you will be a, you will be a star in the crown of Jesus. Amen. You cannot afford to continue to live a careless life anymore. The Lord can help you. He had helped us. He will help you too. Amen. By the grace of God, there Amen. is no condemnation for Paul and grace and many again. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of life had given us uh, power over the spirit of death and sin. Yes. You too can join the truck today. Yes. You have no excuse. Yes. If one of us can do it, you have no excuse. The Holy Spirit is our witness. The Lord is helping us yes. to live a righteous life Amen. in this present Hallelujah. world. Yielding Thank to the Holy Spirit. However much we love a thing, when the Holy Spirit says no, He's our eyes, He's our mm. wisdom, He's our knowledge, He's our understanding. We let go. We receive the grace and let go. Amen. So you can join us today Amen. so that by the time the trumpet sound, you will not miss it. Amen. Those that made the Antichrist, it is better they are not born. Mm. And as the Antichrist mm. is torturing them down here, we'll be enjoying the marriage supper of the Lamb with Jesus. Mm. You, you can imagine a marriage supper of the Son of God. Mm. You must be there. Amen. And after that, it might have ended, we'll come down with him 
to reign for 1,000 years on earth. Amen. You will not miss it in Jesus' Amen. name. You have a lot of privileges if you if you can hear these admonition, admonitions and live above sin from now. Mm. The Lord Jesus that help us will help you. Amen. The Lord Jesus that help others will help you. Amen. If only you can be serious and take these admonitions seriously. Mm. He is able, he that had converted you, change your heart, can hold you blameless to the end. Mm. According to Jude, verse 24. Mm. So you are the one to say, I am ready. And be determined. And the Holy Spirit will help you. God bless you. Amen. So, but verse 11 again, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Alive or where you are dead. God in me has explained that. Let's produce to verse 12. Therefore, brethren, hmm, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. How do we mean we are debtors? We are debtors to the person. You see, you, you, you know, whatever the flesh and, you know, the psychic gates of the flesh is the eye, the air, the skin, whereby you feel, the eye whereby you see, the ear, whereby you hear, the tongue, whereby you taste. And which other one? I'll remember. The five senses of man are the psychic yeah. gates to, to, to receive. No, we're okay. Nose, whereby nose. we perceive odor. The smell. Now, these psychic gates, okay. which are the five senses, okay. are the tools in the hand of the devil to, 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 to introduce sin to you in the flesh. The gateway. You are the one that will guide what you see. So the psalmist said, I will never put anything evil before me to watch. You see, part of your watching, part of your watching is mind what you see, mind what you listen to, mind your feeling, mind your taste, mind what you perceive as odor. You cannot do it alone, the Spirit will help you, but you have your part to play so that the Holy Spirit will be able to help you gallantly to Amen. succeed and to overcome sin. You see, let's quickly look at, uh, I'm coming, let's quickly look at 1 John, 1 John 5:18. Rapport, if you are faster, so that I don't waste my people's time, kindly help me read, sir. Uh, 1 John 5:18 says, we know that okay. whosoever okay, read, sir, read, sir. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one touch toucheth him not. The wicked one we want to we give you suggestion to sin, and you walk through your eyes, ears, nose, skin, and uh, my tongue. Just like he did, to, he, he did to Eve. You are more than him in Christ. He cannot overcome you, but he will give you suggestions. You call it temptation through these psychic gates, which we call the five senses. But you are the one that will resist. You are the one that will determine. That is your part to play. You are the one that will keep yourself, that the wicked one does not overcome you in that temptation. When you see anything, don't even use your hand to place anything evil before you. Pornographic films are all the like. 
picking magazines that people are naked and be watching. In fact, it is an abomination. You don't place anything evil before your eyes. You, you don't listen to things that will tempt you to sin. And it is like that. But as you do that, if it comes suddenly, you are to resist. I resist in the mighty name of Jesus by the blood. Speak out. Your word is power. Resist that spirit and say, I command you, you spirits of loss that I've seen this girl dressing nakedly. I command you, leave me now. It, you will feel it. It will go. You resist. You command. I to go. Then, if it comes in your thought, resist. If somebody is now holding you, please lie with me. Flee like Joseph. You flee, you resist. You give commands. I rebuke the devil. And you flee from you. These are some of the things you have to do as somebody who wants to keep himself. Yes, you cannot commit sin. But you have a duty to keep yourself so that the wicked does not touch you. The Lord will help you to play your part. That is why you pray. That is why you watch and pray to receive energy to be able to do that. Why the Holy Spirit is fed by the word to help you on the inside. You are an overcomer as you hear these admonitions in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, we are now saying that the Holy Spirit and Jesus have paid a lot of price concerning your life. They have done a lot such that we are debtors unto him. That is the spirit people, not the flesh. The flesh that is dictating to you, suggesting to you through the eye, through the air, your feelings, your emotions, your taste, whatever, whatever. If you obey it, you will die. In fact, from here, you are dead. Eventually to hell, that will not be your portion. Mm -hmm. So to obey the flesh is death. Yeah. So that flesh, since you know that it doesn't have any gain unto you, you don't, you don't take its dictates. You don't obey its commands. You don't follow after the desire of the flesh and obey it. You resist, you flee, you rebuke, you, you, you keep yourself. You arm yourself with the world and release it to the devil that is suggesting it. You must do that often. And please, before I go on, you must learn not to dwell on the negative thoughts to sin. Mm. What Eve did was that she looked, she, she, she let her thought dwell mm. on that fruit, on that suggestion. It may be in the heart, it may be in the thought, you may not even see it physically. Don't forget, Brother Paul had told you that the soul area is the battlefront for the spirit and the flesh. Where you are the one to choose who to win you. You have your you are so much important in the hand of God. The one creator is likeness. You have your will. You are you are in an exalted position. You will not disappoint God. Amen. When the flesh and the spirit is blatantly in the thought area in the soul, you will not disappoint God. Because God is depending on you to release your will to the spirit and let the heaven have the applause and the plus at that point. So what I'm saying in essence is this. When it is at the thought area or it comes through the, the air or any of the senses, don't ponder on it. Don't think you are, you are you don't, don't believe in yourself too much that I'm so strong. There's no how much I watch it that it will move me. There's no how much I hear it. Don't, don't do that. You can't be holier than Joseph. He fled. He fled. Yeah. Flee. Fled. Resist immediately. Don't ponder. Don't ruminate. Don't, 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 don't concentrate. Resist. Give the word of God as a command 
to rebuke the devil's suggesting it. At the thought area, you, you, you rebuke, you resist. When you see it physically, you flee. All appearances of evil. 1 Corinthians 5.22. So what I'm saying in essence is that if the mistake Eve did, and we will not fall into that. We know all these things that have been, that have been befalling the generations of Adam and Eve because of Eve seeing, pondering, ruminating, ruminating, pondering, concentrating, giving his attention until her heart moved and ate it. Mm. So the moment there is suggestion in the thought area, the moment there is suggestion physically, immediately resist. Release word of God to, 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 to command the devil to flee, and you flee. If it is physical, somebody is now holding you to do like that of Joseph, you, 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 you release your energy to throw the person off and flee. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. So please, never you ruminate at the thought area. Never, for example, something may come upon you, like I feel like having, I feel like meeting a man or a woman. Don't ever stay at that point. Don't be long. The devil is 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 six thousand. He has six thousand experience before you are created. Mm. We are more than him in Christ. So no, don't play don't play any game with the devil. When you have that urge, immediately stand up at that point on your bed and say, "In the mighty name of Jesus, you since your wife or husband is not around, the devil wants to accuse you to masturbate. And the moment you obey the dictate of that flesh, at that point, you fall from the top down under the feet of the devil. Yes. Look at that. Imagine how much it will take you to climb up to your place at the right hand of God uh, in Christ again. So don't even allow it at all. In fact, when you obey that thing to masturbate, it may be that time that the trumpet will sign and all your righteousness yes, for years will be forgotten. Mm. So, so dangerous. So the moment you have the all to mate with somebody and your spouse is not around and uh, maybe you are still single, stand up from that bed or stand up from that point. At that moment, I say, I rebuke you, you spirit of loss. Get out of me in the mighty name of Jesus. I overcome you with the blood. Because that is why you are a soldier. You're, you are not fighting against flesh and blood. Yes. The spirit is around to lure you into masturbation. You are now resisting. You are now rebuking. You are now commanding with the world. Mm. And the blood will overcome for you. And in fact, you will feel that the thing, the thing, it will just uh, evaporate like that. You will not, okay, it has been a spirit. If I have not done that, I will have ended up masturbating. And I will have fell from grace to grass. And the devil will not be marching upon me. If the trumpet should have signed, I would not have gone. Oh God, thank you for the... That is how to do it. The Lord will help you. Amen. So please, let's quickly go to verse 12. I don't want to keep on repeating. The Holy Spirit will teach you better than I can do. So because the Holy Spirit is doing much on us, in us, imagine what Jesus has done. He is the most, is the most precious jewel in heaven. Yeah. The son of the most high. He had to be provided a body, Hebrews 10, 5, to come through um, Mary that he created, the dirty place. The son of God, though, filled with glory, exactly like God. Now passed through this wicked world, walking around. He was poor, he was thirsty, hunger, all that happened to him until he died on the cross. Look at the wicked thing they did for him. Just for you to be able to receive life and live forever in heaven. 
So you are indebted to that Jesus that, that did that much for you. If, if God had not given Jesus, if Jesus had not surrendered his will to die, none of us will go to heaven. We will have ended it in hell to yeah. be tormented and gnashing at it for life. So the Jesus that submitted himself now so that he survived your sin and paid the just, the just judgment of God. Because the word of God says no sin shall go unpunished. And all of us are sin. Jesus that now took our place to suffer and satisfy the just judgment of God is the one you are indebted to. Mm. Now, after Jesus had gone, he now sent his Holy Spirit into us again to be, to be our counselor, to be our guide, our guard our teacher, our director, instructor, and the person to make us run the pilgrimage, uh, the, the pilgrimage way without missing it, to lead us into all truth. And everything about the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, you will see in John, John 14 uh, to 16 there. With all these things, the Holy Spirit has come to do. You know, he is the third person in Trinity. None of us want to live in the house of the mud, made with mud. Our body is made of clay. He's now living in us so that he will lead us aright, so that he will be able to help us through, so that he will be able to fight our battles, so that he will be able to lead us until he hand over us to Jesus. These are the people, the, the two that you are indebted to. Yeah. Son, the Spirit yeah. and God, you are, they are one. They are the ones you are indebted to, to obey by the Holy Spirit leading you. So we are great debtors because everything, this a triumph God had done for us is so much that there's no, no, no obedience in us that can pay it. So do your little part or pay a little of it. They are the one we are greatly indebted to. Not the flesh that will lead you to live with the devil in hell that you, you are indebted to. So when you when you obeying the, 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 the flesh and the dictates thereof to obey and to, 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 to go into sin, you are behaving as if you are indebted to the flesh. And eventually it has no good for you than to lead you to everlasting hell. Mm. You are not indebted to the flesh to be the flesh. You are indebted to the triumph God that is helping you in every way to live in eternity with him and enjoy everything Jesus has in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. By now you know what to mean. <laughs> you will die, you will be a walking corpse because you will not be interested in anything spiritual. You will not, you have not have a shepherd to lead you because even when he's talking, you know, he, you know, you'll not be able to hear. Uh, many things will be happening to you. You will think you have money. You will think you have friends. You will think you have everything in life, but you are a walking corpse. And eventually where you die, because you have not accepted, Jesus as Lord and Savior for the Spirit to come in and lead you and help you, magnetize you to Jesus when the trumpet sound, you eventually go to hell. So when you obey the dictates of the, 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 the flesh, you are dead already. You shall die. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Here below, you will enjoy some privileges of the Son of God. I'm coming into that. I'm coming into that. Ye shall live. That is everything we have been saying. If only you will mortify the deeds of the flesh. You rebuke, you flee, you resist the devil as he suggests to sin and all that. And you, you are watchful, you pray always, you read the Bible and meditate. You allow the Holy Spirit to control you. 
those things you desire as much as you desire them. The word the Holy Spirit said, no, you, you receive grace to leave them. You are mortifying the deeds of the body. You are, you are rejecting and denying yourself of the dictates of the flesh, the suggestion to sin, the suggestion to go against the will of God as you are commanded. Then you are mortifying the deeds of the body. Ye shall live. Do you know that one of the privileges you will be enjoying as someone in living in Christ is that you will be a son of God? Hallelujah. Do you know what it means to be a son of God? That is verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If only you know what it means to be son of God. If only the Holy Spirit will help me to explain a little and the Holy Spirit take it over to explain fully unto you what it means to be a son of God. is an exalted position higher than any position you will admire in life. Hmm. It's an exalted position that causes you to enjoy everything that God has with Jesus. Jesus will be the firstborn, but we will equally share it. That is what verse 17 is saying. Are you children? Then he is. In the, the king has heir, that we inherit his truth, to possess everything the king has. And you know what it means to live, live like a rich king here on earth. How much more being the son of the most high God that created the kings, that created the richest of the riches, that created all the riches, that created the universe, which science is still exploring and we never finish exploring. Mm. <laughs> mm. Do you know what it means to be the son of God? Oh, that is one of the benefits you enjoy if only you can live above sin and the dictate of the flesh, live righteous in Christ, you will be a son of God. And being the son of God, you are a, co a joint here with Christ. You may, be, you may be poor here below, but you are a co here with Jesus to possess the universe like Jesus has it. The firstborn and the other children that accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior will be sharing it equally because God loves us equally. Can you imagine that? Jesus did everything for you so that we, 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 we share it equally. Go here. Go here. So inherit. There's no privilege to, that is greater than being a son of God. So if you can live and as you, as you are a son of God and the spirit is in you leading you and you allow him to control you, you are the most blessed. Alleluia. For you are registered in heaven as a son of God. The angels know that. The kingdom of hell and Lucifer know that. And they will respect you for it. And you are a child of authority. If only you can know whom you are, <laughs> whatever comes away, your word carries power because you are a king. Even while you are still in this flesh. Amen. So you are sons of God. Now, 15. Let's quickly go to verse 15. We will stop at but 16. Paul, I hope I'm not too fast. You, you know, you, you are okay. I'm not too fast. But let's stop at 16. I'm okay. Let's stop at 16. Okay, sir. Yeah. Okay, the Lord will help me, sir. Amen. Now, amen. Yeah. The Lord will help me, sir. Yeah. I want you to see something. 
in 15, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. <laughs> what does that suggest to you? You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby ye cry, ye cry, Abba, Abba Father. Father. Ah, ah. Congratulations. Amen. Congratulations. Tell yourself congratulations. Congratulations. Because the Holy Spirit will explain it to you. And you will understand it in the name of Jesus mm. Christ. You will understand it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, when the, when the verse 16 is saying, you have not received the spirit of bondage again. Those in the Old Testament, under the law, the law, when you do it, you die. Mm. And nobody can keep the law. They were under bondage. They were under fear. You must do it that way. You must do it this way. Not until Jesus came, died and resurrected, are we, those that receive him, are not having, according to verse 1 in verse 8, there is now no condemnation. That spirit of bondage is spirit of condemnation. When you, you cannot keep the law, you do it, you are condemned. And when you are condemned, you are looking for animal to kill. A lot of problem. Mm. A lot of money will be spent. And that condemnation, not until they sacrifice for you, it is a kind of bondage because you'll be under condemnation. There will be fear. Oh, they will kill me. Oh, I will die. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, that. The devil will be torturing those in the Old Testament with this. But the, with, the, with the moment Jesus died and resurrected, the spirit of adoption that give us uh, grace to accept Christ and become sons of God come into play. And whosoever receive Christ in the face value, the way we have been saying it, there is no more condemnation for you. You are delivered from the spirit of bondage and condemnation and fear. There is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, though, but after the spirit, as you have been explaining. Congratulations. Mm. Because it's a terrible thing to be under the spirit of bondage. It's a terrible thing to be under the spirit of bondage. Right? Hmm. Because of that fear. Please understand this. First, of that spirit of bondage, which the Old Testament church was under, hmm. by reason of the darkness and terror of that dispensation, the veil, you know, the veil over the, over the law of Moses signified bondage. According to 2 Corinthians 3.15. Now, when we go to 17 again, you will see it there. Or do we read it, Brapo? Let's you read said it. we have little time. Let's read it. Let's read it. No, not about the time. Let's, let's leave it. No, let's read it. Read. Let's read there. Okay, let's go to... Eh? Let's read, read okay, all the scripture. Okay, 2 Corinthians 3. All the scripture. Let us read. Okay. 2 Corinthians 3, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, 15, then verse 17. Okay. If you are faster, please, Second let me Corinthians read. If you are faster. 2 Corinthians 3, 15, 3, 15, then 17. Okay. All right. He said, but even 15, if but even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. 17. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. God bless you. Thank you. So, what we are saying is that you know, Jesus, uh, Moses, when he went to uh, get the law, his face was shining, he had a veil over his face. And the Lord that he gave to them because their heart had not regenerated. It's only the blood of Jesus through his death can do that. And since Jesus had not died, the blood of the animal they were shedding were not able to do that. Mm. So because their heart was darkened, 
They don't have the understanding which the blood of Jesus can remove. Since the blood of animal cannot read, whenever they read the law, they don't understand. And that is why they were reading about Jesus and eventually kill him. Because they did not even understand the scripture talking about Jesus. Mm. Because of the veil over the law. But when Jesus came, the spirit of liberty in the resurrection power of Jesus was able to interpret the Bible to us. And we come into the light. So what I'm saying in essence is that the, the, the Old Testament thing, by reason of the darkness and terror of that dispensation, the veil signified bondage. Mm. Hmm. So the spirit of adoption that we are talking about in verse 15 of Romans 8 now was not then so plentifully poured out as now because mm. Jesus had not died and resurrected. For the law opened the wound. It will show them the sin. But it has no remedy. It cannot deliver them from the sin. The animals, according to Hebrews 10, that they were killing, the blood of animals cannot clear their conscience from, from condemnation. So it becomes bondage. They have the fear of dying. And the, 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 the law was just giving them the consciousness of sin, but has no remedy. Thank God for what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. Now, we are in this disposition now. If only you accept Jesus in the, on the vase value, eh? we are no more under that dispensation. We have not received that spirit of bondage again. Yeah. Uh, which many of the sins themselves were under at their conversion. They will be convicted of their sin and they will know the wrath of God that, that are upon them and they, will not, they don't know what to do. Hmm. That is that, how they cried in Acts 2, 37, when Peter was speaking after Pentecost. What do we do? They, they had grieved them. They were condemned. They were, they were convicted. They were under bondage. But thank God, Peter said, Jesus will do it for you. The same thing with the jailer. They had the knowledge. Jailer, the jailer in Acts, in Acts, uh, 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 he asked 1630 that, uh, that, uh, that came, that was watching over Paul and, Saul, uh, Paul, and, uh, Paul and Silas in prison. When they saw the marvels that God did for Paul and Silas, he was condemned. He was convicted. Like it used to happen in the, in the, in the, during the law. He, he, he was aware of the wrath of God. But because of this once he has maltreated, he didn't know what to do until Paul talked about the Jesus that had died and resurrected. Thank God we have the spirit of adoption. We have the spirit of liberty now. So we are better than them. So this, this spirit of bondage was in the, in the Old Testament. The spirit himself was, the, was to the saints a spirit of bondage then. Even the saints, it was a spirit of bondage because of the conviction, because of the condemnation. But the apostles, <laughs> uh, the apostle says, with you, this is over. With us in this dispensation, it is not the spirit of adoption, the spirit of liberty, the spirit that justifies. If you believe in the work of the cross, congratulations. Hallelujah. You see, by the, by the spirit of bondage, the spirit of bondage now under this dispensation, what it does is that because the law is not destroyed by Jesus, it is fulfilled by Jesus. So the law is seen in action. By the time we hear the word of God, the law of God, the commandment of God, there will be condemnation in us. It only leads us to Christ the mediator. Yeah. And when he sends us to Christ the mediator and we accept the word, allow the word to do the work, the, 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 the operation in us, and we accept Christ as our mediator, savior, and um, 
Redeemer and uh, and the Lord. Then this the, 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 the spirit of our dozen in Christ that we accept, we now send up back again to God as a father. Then we can be able to cry, have our father through accepting Jesus and that spirit of adoption and liberty coming into us. So again, that is what verse 15 is saying. Now, I want you to listen to this again. Though a child of God may come under fear of bondage again and may be questioning his sonship, yet the blessed spirit is not again a spirit of bondage. Mm. For then he will witness an untruth. But because it's in us, he will tell you, don't mind the devil, you are born again. Mm. Uh, your sins are forgiven. Mm. That is what you will believe. Mm. So that that spirit of bondage will not take you over again. Mm. The devil is at work. He wants to say you are not born again. Yeah. But you can be able to say, no, I believe the work of the cross. What God requires of me is just belief. And since I have believed, I'm, 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 I'm translated from the kingdom of hell to kingdom of light. Hallelujah. Of and I'm, 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 I'm no more judged, so you can't judge me anymore. Yeah. I've confessed my sins. Yeah. I've told Jesus I'm guilty. So my sins is judged on Christ on the cross, and the spirit of righteousness of God has entered into me. By the time you tell him that, the devil will keep quiet. So, my dear, when you accept Christ, you now receive this spirit of adoption. We are talking in Romans 8, 15. Men may give a chattel of adoption, but it is God's prerogative. When he adopts to give a spirit of adoption, okay? And the spirit of adoption will give you the nature of children, the nature yeah. of children, the nature of Christ, yeah. the nature of God that we lost in Eden will now be restored unto us. Please, you need to accept Christ first mm. so that that nature returns unto you because it's only those that measure to the stature of Christ and have this nature that will be able to sit in Christ at the hand of God and that will be wrapped. Please live above sin. Heed these admonitions. Take the nature of Christ and let the spirit of adoption set you free Amen. as you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. This the spirit of adoption works in the children of God a filial love to God as a father, mm. a delight in God as a, as a father, and a dependence upon Him as a father. Mm. Do you know the reason why we can cry, Abba, Father? And a sanctified soul bears the image of God mm. as the child bears the image of the Father. Mm. We are by that is why we are able to cry, Abba, Abba Father. Father. And that crying, listen, it dignifies praying. We are able to come, you know, in First John, I think First John two seventeen or fifteen. There, he said, uh, "You, we have this confidence in us." That if we pray according to his will, he hears us. Now, when you accept Jesus and you are hearing all this admonition we have been talking about, you have that, um, there's a justification in your spirit. There's no condemnation. But you'll be justified. You have peace of mind that he is my father. I'm just to go and cry. I'll be able to say, how about father, I'm here. Mm. So that cry denotes praying. You'll be able to pray in confidence and receive from your father. And Matthew 7, 7, ask, it shall be given. No, it shall, it shall be, open. be open. Seek, Seek. you shall, shall find. Anything you ask my father in my name shall be given unto you. Mm. So that confidence will be there that if it is according to his will, because you're, or you're, you already have the word of God in you, you know what he was, what he doesn't want, you will not, you will not pray against his will. So with that confidence, you will be able to say, Abba, Father, and Hallelujah.
Yes, come back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. We thank the Lord for this time. Yeah. Okay. God, attention is, 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 is. Is it time? No, you went off for about two minutes, two minutes or so. Is it time? You went off by about one minute. So you went off. You're welcome. Okay. 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 Ah, sorry. Just, I'm just saying random. That up. Random. The, the, random. Okay. Okay. Whereby we, we can able to cry about Father. Yeah. And that cry is prayer. Have, have you heard that? Yeah. That crying is prayer. Yeah, we are. Praying yeah. here is called crying. Yeah. Which is not only an yeah. honest, but a natural expression of desire, right? Mm -hmm. Children that cannot talk vent their desire by crying. So by the time we say, Daddy, my father, we praise him, we praise him, and say, These are my requests. That is the cry there. Confidence is there to say, My father, Hallelujah. because of the spirit of adoption that has set us free from condemnation that are giving up confidence and dependent delight love to that father god help us as many as you receive christ today you have the spirit of ad adoption you are a child you are no more a slave you are a child you are no more a, a, a servant in the name of jesus Amen. now the spirit teaches us in prayer to come to god as a father with the holy humble confidence and boldly the soul in that duty abba father abba father that is my father and by as because of that confidence, you'll be able to say, Do you know Jesus also in Mark? We will not read it because of our time, sir. In Mark uh 14 36, Christ says so in prayer, Abba Father. Mm. So as the firstborn, we that have accepted Christ now, we can confidently since this because we are co-here with him, according to verse 17, that will come to later. And we have received the spirit of the Son. That is why we can say it like Jesus. Abba Father. Mm. It denotes an affectionate and daring importunity mm. and a believing stress laid upon the relation. Mm. Little children begging of their parents can say little but Father, Father. You know, by the time you say that, the attention of the Lord is called because the spirit of the Son is in us mm. by the reason of the, of the spirit of adoption. So God bless you. Hallelujah. It also denotes that the adoption is common both to Jews and Gentiles. Of which we are, by the grace of God, we are grafted to the to the to the to the olive oil in the vineyard by the blood of Jesus, by receiving Jesus. So, as the Jews, which are the seed of Abraham, can say, Father, we are also qualified. That is, if they receive Jesus, we are. We Gentiles can also also say, Abba, Father. We bless God for this. It is through through Christ that all this come to pass. We we bless God because we don't have time again. So witness to the relation of children, the former is the work of the Spirit as a sanctifier. This is a comforter. Uh, let, let's stop there, Brapo. Thank so you. let's quickly go to verse 16 and round All right, up. yeah. That is 15 for you. Then we, click, we quickly go to verse, uh, forgive me. 16. We quickly go to verse 16. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. In fact, the moment you accept Jesus genuinely, as you are praying, God have mercy and pardon me. I'm sorry, wash me in your blood. I'm sorry, I receive grace to sin no more. I will, I, will, I, will, I will give you my heart, I will give you my life. A time will come when that spirit will say you're forgiven. 
because you have invited Jesus into your heart. It is the spirit and the seed of God that comes in and it will continue. It will bear witness with your spirit and will continue to lead you. And that makes you a son. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the children of God. So I say congratulations. Hallelujah. The Spirit will continue to be a witness Hallelujah. in you that you are a child of God as much as you keep it yourself according to 1 John 5 18 that the wicked one does not touch you. Amen. Heed the admonitions to overcome and be in dominion over sin. That's and forever you will be on top Praise and never Lord. below. And whenever the trumpet sound, you will be magnetized by the Spirit beyond and the gravity will not be able to pull you down. The force Amen. of gravity will not be able to pull you down. You will meet Christ in, in the air and we shall rejoice together at the marriage supper as his wives. Amen. Only to come back and reign for 1,000 years. Hallelujah. Congratulations. We continue from there by God's grace. God bless, God bless you. you. Brad Paul, you can come in. Thank you. Thank you so and much. You too, Is there anybody who have any question? We bless God. Yes. Is there anybody who have question as we are entering the studio? Learning this, this awesome word. This awesome message, wonderful message of the Holy Ghost. Uh, we thank God that the Lord has really taught us this evening. And we bless the Lord. One thing that really touched my heart is this fact that uh, uh, the Bible said in that verse 11, he said, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mother bodies. By his spirit that dwelleth in you. She really, she really took it up. She was in charge by the Holy Ghost to teach us the fact that as children of God, living and being controlled by the Spirit every day and daily led by the Spirit of the Lord, I mean, not yielding to the flesh, though we are tempted to. Because we are still living in this tabernacle of flesh. Yes, as we constantly resist the devil, obeying the Holy Spirit, we become quickened by this Spirit in us. And our mortal bodies that like sinning, that accept evil of sins, will be weakened. The more we obey the Word of God, the more we yield to the Holy Ghost, the more we say no to the flesh and every dictate of the devil in the flesh, the more our body is quickened. And that one is leading us gradually, systematically, systematically and uh, consistently onto our, uh, uh, onto our connection with Jesus Christ at rapture. Because as we do that every day, Every moment, as Paul said, I die daily. Our body is quickened. And I like the way she put it that that is when we be made to, I mean, we are made ready for rapture. Because when our body is quickened by resisting the devil, in fact, it will come to a time that even the enemy himself will not be able to come to you anymore in an area that he knew that you have resisted him constantly. Then you'll be living in peace, in peace of mind. It will get to a time that you have peace and tranquility around about you. In your spirit, you have quietness, no struggle anymore. No sin is molesting you. No devil 
is harassing you. No flesh is, is dictating anymore. When you get to that level, that is when your spirit is made ready to be quickened. Because when, we, when the trumpet sounds uh, for us to be raptured and to, and to be lifted up and fly, the body of sin will not be, be, uh, will not be raptured. The body that yields to sin, the body that says yes to sin and dictate of the flesh will not be raptured. In fact, he said, she said it that as somebody that is still living, all of us that are still living in this in, in these mortal bodies, he said, when Christ dwells in you, the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ, even as Christ himself was raised by the spirit of the Lord from the dead, the same way your spirit that obeys God, that says that, that, you, are, that you personally allowed to, 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 to control and to lead you, and you are yielding unto, the same spirit we quicken that same body that you are saying no, no, no for sin. That anytime the sin knock the door, you are able to say no because you have the spirit of God. So, it is that, that that verse eleven really touched my heart. That it, that is how to really prepare for rapture and to be lifted to Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That is when you are what you are quickened. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I'm speaking. Oh, maybe it's this microphone. All right. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. That is when you are what you are kick, you are made prepared to, 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 to for rapture, because when you are uh, when you are able to receive the devil, you receive sin in the flesh, and by then you are becoming uh, rapturable. Uh, Jesus Christ, the Lord spoke some into my heart recently. He said, "Son, the the sample of those that I will rapture to me." Is right here on my right hand. Is right here sitting on my right hand. The sample, the 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 the, the exact image of those that he will rapture is looking. Which means that, as Christ is sitting down at the right hand of God, there, and that is where and how you two and I will be what will be raptured. You see what I mean is this: that the body, the same body that 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 uh, that that uh, God raised unto heaven when Christ died and resurrected, the same body as His body, His glorious body, that sin cannot rule over. Of course, He died in the flesh, and He wake, and He rose up in the flesh in the glorious body, to the extent that when Mary want to touch Him. At the sepulchre, he asked him, he has, she told her not to touch him, that he has not descended unto the Father because he must present that holy body that conquered sin into, unto the Father. The same way your holy body must be prepared by you through the Spirit of God in you as you yield unto the Spirit of God constantly, then as you say no to sin, that is after you have been born again, of course, after you have been saved. Because you can't say no to, the, to sin without salvation. We have said it 
very well when we started. You can listen to this message again and again. You will understand. So when you are when you do that constantly, your body is is matching is matching that of Jesus Christ that is sitting at the right hand of God. He too was tempted in the flesh, but he conquered. He was te- tempted like as we are, but he conquered. And he was sitting down at the right hand of, the, of, of God. So that is how your mortal body will be quickened in the last day or at the rapture. When the, when the archangel blow the trumpet to come home. And it is we that we are listening to the spirit of God. That we are obeying the spirit of God constantly. That we, the same way we are, we, the, the spirit of God speak to us and we are hearing him and saying yes to him is the same way, the same here, with which we hear spirit of God speaking, checking us and opening our heart unto him to receive instruction from him. The same way we are going to hear the trumpet sound because there is this spiritual ears that have been developed to listen and to hear the Holy Spirit constantly that you are training that ear to hear that sound of the trumpet when it really sounds. Without that, without that, there is no meeting Christ. That is the reason why you must learn and you, mu- you must learn how to obey the Holy Spirit constantly in order to prepare and uh, to prepare to be raptured. Because very soon, the angel, uh, archangel, will sound the trumpet. And as we are hearing, as you can see, as you can see things happening around us, everything is being unified in my land here. Uh, all this code that we use in bank and code that we use in for the networks, they are being unified. They are preparing for the Antichrist. Yeah? Things are happening already. This is the time that all of us must arise as Christian, and fight totally against sin, against the flesh, and say yes to the Holy Spirit, so that when the trumpet sound, we'll be able to hear the trumpet, and don't forget, as I'm rounding up now, that the, the way you listen to the Holy Spirit when he speaks to you, and you obey him, is the way that you are going to hear that sound of the trumpet of the archangel, because that trumpet that will be blown is a spiritual trumpet. Will be blown by the spirit of the angel himself, and it is the Holy Spirit that will sound his voice through that trumpet. And that trumpet must be heard by only those who walk and obey the spirit of the Lord against the flesh and the dictate thereof. The Lord bless you. I think you are preparing for rapture. Are you really preparing? Christ is coming soon. Are you ready to meet him? Shall we pray? Hallelujah. Let us pray. Say, Father, I thank you today that you have taught me your word once more. Holy Spirit, prepare me well. Enable me. Every weakness of mine, I bring unto you, Holy Spirit. Strengthen me here. Strengthen me now. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Quicken my mortal bodies. Quicken my mortal body by your spirit that dwell in me. If you have not got the spirit of God, just ask. Pray with test in you. 
that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Holy Spirit will baptize you. That if you have been saved, that if you have been sanctified, if you have been sanctified, the Holy Spirit is the same that sanctifies you, that will fill you with power, with energy, with strength to continue and forge ahead as Christian. You must be sanctified. Sanctification means overcoming sin. Overcoming sin. And the more temptation come and you are saying no, your sanctification is in place. You can say no to the depth to, to the flesh constantly. That is how to be that is how to be how to be how to, how to be sanctified. So it is the Holy Spirit that now will now sanctify you after you have been saying constantly no, no, no to the flesh. Then the Holy Spirit will give you the power to sin no more. It, the power of sin will be weakened permanently in you. That is that is sanctification. You have to be sanctified, you have to be blessed, and you have to uh, 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 to be blessed with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord bless you. We are landing up right now. Uh, we want to thank every one of us that joined the studio. You can listen to our message again and again. You can pray personally on your own with the, with the level of how the Lord has spoken to you in this word of God. Akos, Empress Joel, Samuel Amani, Rahul Kareja, Katreja, Living Testimony, Empress Jewel, God's favorite, Abena, all of you that entered the studio, God bless you. God bless all of you for entering the studio with us. May the Lord, may the Lord rapture, make you rapturable. May we all be, uh, be given the privilege to meet Christ without sports. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name to fight against sin, the world, and the flesh, and Satan and win by the spirit of the lord constantly in the mighty name of jesus the lord will make us rapturable and by the grace of the lord the glory of the lord will preserve us spotless unto the coming of the lord in jesus name next week monday we will continue this teaching by the grace of god we will start from verse 17. hallelujah we want to see what is in it as ears of god and uh, the glorious home that we are uh, expecting to go uh, and, they, and how we can get there and so on and so forth. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name as he help us again. My dear, God bless you, darling. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. She's not, she's not right here in the studio with me, but she's far off, yet we are able to reach one another. Brad Kojo. You are welcome, but we are rounding up right now. Brakojo, you can uh, you can download our message on Podbean. I mean, befruitfulfamily.podbean.com. God bless you, my brother. That's okay with you. Yes, God bless you, Brakojo. Yes, uh, we really enjoy the Holy Spirit today, and I pray that the Lord. Who, uh, who, uh, who, who caused you to join us at this meeting, at this program, uh, it will make you rapturable. All of us will be rapturable. Amen. The Lord will cause us and grant us grace to hear the sound of the trumpet of the archangels at Archangel when it, when it sounds in the name of Jesus. God bless all of you in the name of Jesus. 
my sister, my Amen. darling, God bless you. More grace, more anointing, more uh, power to function in the name of Jesus upon our lives together. And in to Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bye for now. Bye for now, people of God. Bye for now, people of God. Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus. Meet us again on by the grace of God on uh Wednesday, 7 a.m. for uh Shiloh Hour, family Shiloh Hour. That is when we crown to the Lord for families. That is when the Lord gives miracles and blessings to his people. In the morning by 7 a.m., we'll be on the air. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. And very soon, you'll be, yeah. you'll be, you'll be able to, 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 to hear us uh, for morning devotions. So by the grace of the Lord, we'll be recording the word of God for devotions and we'll be sending and publishing it. So every day, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name, excluding Sundays. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So reach out to us once again next week. I mean, this week, Monday, this week, Wednesday, and on Saturday, uh, when we have uh, a very good, a very, a very wonderful uh, outreach together. Uh, that is marital, um, marriage outreaches that we really do on Saturday in form of seminar and so on and so forth as the lord just lead us By we are still praying uh, that at at 3 p.m nigerian time on saturday you can join us again and be ready to listen to us every day every morning for our uh morning devotion the lord bless you in jesus name thank you so much amen. hallelujah once again all of you that enter the studio the lord bless you amen our express jewel empress jewel okay you enter the studio back god bless you we have greeted you we have mentioned your name the lord bless you download our message on pod maybe be fruitfulfamily.podme.com and we pray the lord will bless all of us and make us rapture you cannot listen with to that scripture and not be rapture. i mean to this message of today and not be rapturable so you will just when you listen to it you will see what is in it and even that one of last week just listen to all our messages they are there to prepare us as rapturable uh, saints the lord bless you in jesus name bye for now everyone in the name of jesus the lord is your strength the lord is your strength in the name of jesus christ to join us again next week amen amen to join us again on wednesday hallelujah Lord bless you, my dears, Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.